Hello, it's time to talk Edmonton opinions. As the controversy around Disney's Mulan grew, it became hard for me to not address this issue. So while this segment is slightly different, I hope that you will enjoy it all the same. The new remake of Mulan was set to release earlier this year in March 2020. But unfortunately, the coronavirus pandemic delayed the release. Disney was then forced to release the film on Disney Plus for an additional price. For Canadians, this meant paying $35 on top of the monthly $9 fee. The move itself did not get the support Disney had perhaps been hoping for. The global giant received severe backlash from fans online, especially because Mulan would eventually be released as part of Disney's collection at the end of the year anyway. And, okay, the movie itself is a somewhat alright remake. Disney makes decent movies, we all know that. Currently, the movie's audience ratings on Google reviews are at a disappointing 2.7 stars, and Rotten Tomatoes gave it 3 stars. Critics remain divided over the movie. Kay Austin Collings for the Rolling Stones writes that Mulan is soggy with bland action and an oversimplified script. But Mulan had been overshadowed by controversy from the very start. Even the animated film, which was released in 1998, was considered controversial. I know the main reason was the westernization of Mulan, the scene where she cuts her hair The legend is mashed into so many different timelines it can be hard to specify the time period of the story. But that said, in Chinese culture it was perfectly acceptable for men to have long hair. So you see, the scene didn't make any sense, but worked to create drama. Now, with a movie like Mulan, Disney basically had gold that they actually lost. The movie was expected to be a box office favourite, globally. Ideally, with a massive following in China and the United States of America. Earlier this year, Mulan star Liu Yifei supported the Hong Kong police during the forces' violence towards pro-democracy protests. In response, Hong Kong and its supporters pushed to hashtag boycott Mulan. This was controversy number one. In 2017, China shook the world with their vocational education and training centres which are targeted towards Uyghur Muslims and other minorities in the Xinjiang Uyghur region. The initial policy was established in 2014 as a people's war on terror. Since its inception, the international community has become more and more vocal about the legality of the issue, and they of course condemned the measures Beijing has taken. Helen Davidson wrote for The Guardian, Abuse and mistreatment of the Uyghur and other Muslim minorities in Xinjiang has been extensively documented but strenuously denied by Beijing, which claims its policies are to counter terrorism. 
You must be wondering what Disney has to do with it. Disney filmed the movie in the region where the education training camps are held. At the end of the movie, it is noted that Disney also thanked eight government bodies in Xinjiang. This action infuriated human rights activists, especially as China continues to deny all allegations of training camps. And this was controversy number two, which furthers the trend to boycott Mulan. But that's not all. Personally, I feel that in today's political climate, Disney should have done more than just an all-Asian cast. As important as that is, a movie based in China is expected to have that. I was hoping the movie would be in a different dialect, like, I don't know, Cantonese or Mandarin. Would it be too wrong to assume that or expect that from a film based on a Chinese legend with a Chinese cast filmed in, um, featuring a few scenes that were filmed in China? There is a dubbed version of the movie available in Mandarin, but only the lead cast speaks the dialect. That's something, but the question remains if it is enough. I understand that Disney's target audience is the Western world. I can't blame them for wanting to make money, but I can blame them for inconsistencies. I sat down with Sarah Spizak, who has seen the movie and had a lot to say. So Sarah, what did you think about it? Honestly, Ashia, I was pretty disappointed with that movie. Not only for the lack of Mushu and comedy, but for the lack of magic that I was expecting it to have. Okay, let's talk about the comedy aspect, because Disney did say that they were trying to keep it a more serious film. And I get that, but then they tried to use the comedic parts from the Disney film, and they fell totally flat. Like the the hilarious matchmaker scene, there's no cricket, it's another sort of CGI bug, and it just was not the same. And other jokes, instead of being done in a comedic way, were just simply said in like spoken word and then there was the like pause for the intended laugh but no one was laughing oh that sucks it was bad that's really sad they did the same treatment with some of the songs too instead of just you know having them sing um they would like sit at a table for one instance for a song and just each person would say a line from the song and they turned the song into a weird conversation that was just really awkward. That's You can't have that in real life, so you shouldn't be able to have that in a movie. It was just weird. Like, why did you have to word for word take the song lines and turn them into, like, script lines to be spoken? That's what I didn't get. So this the song you're talking about is the... It was the um, Girl, uh, Girl Worth, Worth Fighting, Fighting for. for. Yeah. 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 A very good song in the Disney movie. And uh, again, I wouldn't mind if, if they just took the song and did a really good, like, orchestra version... But they just had to, like, put a nod to it, and it wasn't a good nod. Yeah. And, like, yeah. And that movie is, like, pivotal point in it, because they reach that village that's been burnt down. Oh, no, and this then... is before. Burnt village is after. But they're singing the song while when they get to the village, right? No, it's before, because they're happy and, like, full of life at that point. Oh. No, after the village is when they go to the mountain and the avalanche happens. And, like, some reviews say that this is a female empowerment movie. Okay, mm-hmm. I don't agree with that. 
because the only empowering, like, stereotypical empowering moment I saw was at, during the avalanche scene. She, like, lets her long hair down, and it's like, oh my god, Mulan, you're letting all your feminine energy out, and I just found it so stereotypical. Wait, so she didn't even, she wasn't revealed? No. She kind of... Yeah, she reveals herself during the avalanche by letting her hair down. But that also, I feel, backfires because in that time period, most Chinese warriors, most male Chinese warriors, had long hair anyways. Not in this one. (laughs) That's another thing that bothered me. It was supposed to be, like, the legend and, like, all in the correct time period and stuff. And, like, the time period was fine and all that. And, you know, obviously the Disney movie does not follow the legend Mm -hmm. at all, basically. But this one didn't either. Like, besides, besides, I will give them, in the legend, Mulan has a younger sister. And but she, one they have. Yeah, but she also is supposed to have a baby brother, which is why she is supposed to, like, go take the father's place. Because mm-hmm. literally nobody but the father can fight. And they didn't have that. They just had the little sister. And, yeah. Because they also added in the witch character, which is nowhere in the legend. Witch character? Yeah, yeah. There's a a witch. Yeah, there's a witch. What for? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And again, I was down for the witch because I was like, oh my god, like, magical witch, like, Chinese, like, legend, like, it's gonna be cool, like, all the other movies that I like like that. No, it was just, like, (laughs) she was added in to, like, trick people into being, like, excited. But she really didn't Excited about what? Magic. (laughs) But there's no magic. Yeah, exactly. But Even I was in the animation, there was Mushu no- is magic. Mushu's magic, but let's wait, he wasn't too magic. He comes to life from ghost ancestors. That's magical. Yeah, but let's be honest. The cricket was the lucky one. Yeah, that's true. Magic luck is magic. That's true. But like, I don't know. It was just bad. Oh, also, this one apparently focused on the fact that Mulan had the chi. Which, again, is, like, magical. Mm -hmm. And she was, like, supposed to, like, harness it and accept it. But, again, if you're gonna, like, focus on that part, then you should have done a more, like, movie that was based around that. Because, like, it wasn't really, like, focused on it all besides, like, a couple moments when she fights really well. And they're like, it was the chi! So it's incredibly inconsistent. Yeah! (laughs) Yes. And, like, another really good thing about... um, like, Chinese films or Asian films that I love is that the choreography, so, like, the fight choreography Mm -hmm. um, is always a pivotal point to the films. And this film, like, cried for that. And maybe there was good choreography, but it was filmed in a way that you didn't get to, like, enjoy it. So it was all, like, short, closed in instead of, like, having your wide panned out shots where you could appreciate the group choreography, like, the training scene. Mm -hmm. You don't get to enjoy that. The only cool moment was um, there's, like, a cavalry fighting scene and i guess they had actual like mongolian like horse riders that were doing all these cool tricks that was cool but the rest of the movie like you didn't get to actually enjoy any of that and the music was lackluster which disappointed me (laughs) did they not use the original school um well they like i said they did some orchestra versions of um the disney songs but it just didn't have like the oomph and the like sound design that would like draw you in and again Like, if they would have matched the sound with the choreography and all that and the filming, it would have been so much better. But, yeah. That sucks. I was really excited for this. Same. 
Did you also note that they're charging people to watch it? But the charge is on top of the Disney Plus subscription. Yeah, yeah. Which I feel is... Because they have to make their money back somehow. But that's so wrong. Like, they could have released it separately to be rented on, like, Netflix or Prime or online. Yeah, no. So you have to have a Disney Plus subscription plus Plus the 35. And that's ridiculous. It's not worth $35. During a pandemic. Yeah. Classic Disney, though. Yeah. They're actually evil people. I am starting to feel that, too. I feel like their magic is breaking. Yeah. Especially after that New York Times article where they talked about how Disney kind of encouraged China and their kind of erosion of cultural ethnicities and all of that. That was... Yeah. Goosebumps. That's Disney. (laughs) The movie is vague, unable to focus on any one storyline, and these inconsistencies become its downfall. All of this is painfully clear to the older audience, To the younger, perhaps, they are able to still see the Disney magic.